0: The button
1: has been pushed. Commencing podcast now.
0: All right, let us try this. Welcome to Pop Tech Jam, the independent audio magazine about consumer technology, pop culture, and the joy of spreadsheets. Spreadsheets, gotta you love know, them. Yeah, you know, people overlook them, but they're very handy. They are indeed. I'm J.D. Beersdorfer. And I'm Pedro Rafael Rosado. On this week's show, we sort through a large pile of tech news, and I have a hopefully helpful hint about quick ways to follow the money. Follow
1: the money! Follow Not the money. in that Watergate
0: gateway. Yeah, there you go. But first, some news, news or perhaps some mellow vibes from the Kaiser. Yeah, I'm
1: kind of mellow, feeling kind of mellow today. We're in a different space, you know, so I'm like, I'm going with the, with the flow. I have to talk about the Orville, though.
0: The Orville, which is back and Discovery's back. So I haven't
1: watched Discovery yet. I mean, right, I'm, letting well, I a of I'm letting a couple of episodes pile up. Uh huh. I do know Spock is back because he's all over the posters. Yeah, yeah. That, that Bearded Spock. Spock's
0: beard is back. Hipster Brooklyn Spock. Yeah. Right, exactly. Hipster <laughs> Brooklyn Spock. But, but you watched The Orville, which was your other thing you were <laughs> it, waiting for. Yeah,
1: you know what? Totally disappointed. Really? I'm not
0: feeling it this year. Really? They just uh, they didn't get you out of the gate? And... Yeah,
1: they, they haven't gotten me out of the gate. And apparently, I'm not the only one. Apparently, their uh, their ratings aren't doing too well either. But yeah, it doesn't have the same vibe it did last year. I can't put my finger on it. Maybe exactly there's a new
0: production on. team, new direction, new I don't writers. Know is what this it is. the first, second? What, what season are we in here? This is uh, the second season. All right, so because usually it's the third season when you see a noticeable dip, because the first one catches everyone by surprise, right. they really hit the groove. The second one, and then they freak out because they're doing so good, and yeah. the third season is always kind of wobbly. Somebody
1: gets pregnant, yeah. In the third season, somebody gets pregnant, and then it's all downhill. Yeah, from so here. but
0: no, this is the,
1: I can't put exactly my finger on it. The stories are always awkward, yeah. But there's like it's one of these deals where we were watching an episode, the entire family, where it was like a family drama one of the characters goes back to visit their family and then all of a sudden it's a hostage situation and people are getting like they made some guy dip his hand in boiling water it was like what am I watching that's an abrupt tonal shift absolutely it was like yeah okay fine they were about to chop somebody's fingers off I'm like what in the heck is going on here sounds like two different writers
0: someone wrote this half of the script and someone wrote this half felt like
1: and you know I mean I wasn't I wasn't all that Excited about watching it in the first place because it's a, you know, Seth MacFarlane type thing and I'm not into his stuff. But I was pleasantly surprised. But this year it's been like, yeah, you know, I'm going to give it one or two more episodes. The kids apparently still seem to like it because, you know, yeah, well, there's the they, potty jokes and all that stuff.
0: But maybe they just had a rough patch in the writer's room and let's they'll, hope. they'll get back around.
1: And it's not like you can't blame it on having like 24 episodes because they don't do 24. Episodes. Yeah, everyone's they, doing
0: 13 now. Yeah, it's, exactly. the new, it's the sweet
1: baker's dozen. That's you know? exactly right. But by the way, I will say this one last pop culture thing. The Elseworlds crossover. It was fantastic. Arrow and Supergirl and The Flash.
0: Did you get Batwoman in there?
1: Batwoman was fantastic. I can't wait for whatever show it is. And from what I'm feeling, they're going to do a Crisis on Infinite Earths or whatever Ooh, that story that line mega storyline
0: from, 1980 from 1986 or whatever, 85, 86. 86. Yeah, this was Marv Wolfman, George Perez's I, exactly. masterpiece. it was
1: a masterpiece. And it totally changed the entire multiverse thing, which is going to be interesting because the entire, all three of those series are like playing in the multiverse. So maybe Supergirl is coming to Earth One. I don't know what's going to happen, but I won't spoil it for those of you who haven't read that comic book or those that, that
0: series it was a pivotal uh... it was a huge, well, and huge. You can, well you can say the reason they did it was to clean up like Earth 1 Earth 2 they yeah. had all these Earth's different timelines uh, yeah, all of a yeah sudden, and yeah, it was yeah, an attempt Silver to sort and... of streamline and solidify the DC right, right. heroes timeline into one thing yeah, and that's... they did and it was it was a huge huge story it was like 12 issues long it was one of the yeah, but really you, first event and they set it up in a whole bunch of other In I think in every major comic book yeah there was a, this was time. like the mega crossover. I yeah. think it was DC's... Marvel had, had done stuff like that, Correct. but like this was one of DC's first really big yeah, Marvel, shoot the
1: moon thing. Yeah, Marvel had done Secret Wars Yeah, right before this, actually. But it was momentous. And it's actually leading me to believe that something's going to happen. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't know. I mean, Arrow's about seven seasons in. They introduced Batwoman and they introduced Batman as a character. Really? You know, and the joke was... I mean, uh, he, he that that arrow was feeling a little, you know, like, hey, I'm the only, you know, vigilante here. Uh-huh. So they introduced Gotham City and that whole.
0: Is this a tie over to the Gotham series, or I is know completely I don't think separate so. To- I think
1: it's completely separate. But it was set. Part of it was set in Gotham City. In fact, the main story twist happened in Gotham City with Batwoman. So I mean, it's, it's kind of weird. Something I feel like something's going to happen. Hopefully, one of the one of my favorite shows don't go. I mean, some shows I'm not too thrilled with. Yeah, DC Legends of Tomorrow played a very tiny part. It was like a secondary character was in this. So anyway, if the storyline was great and they already teased in the actual episodes that they're going to do Crisis on Infinite Earths in 2019, later
0: this year, it is a big one, and it also kind of set the standard for them. Rebooting their universe. That's every exactly other year what they two, did, and so. they beat Marvel
1: after that. Yeah, they started outselling Marvel. Anyway, I'm sorry I went off on the. Now this deep has been your, your
0: comic and TV moment.
1: Yeah, I'm loving it. Totally. Yes.
0: Love it. Well, I, I have a few pages of news because it's been about ten days since we've yes, sat down to absolutely. discuss things in yes, the world. Yes. Um, so I'll just rip through here, and then uh, we have a short little, hopefully helpful, hint for those uh, as we head into. W two and tax time, oh, and you gosh, want to start yeah, corralling your that. money or seeing where oh, all of it went. Yeah. Quick little tip, without having to like invest in apps or anything. Yeah, that's the scariest thing you've told me so far. Oh no. cleansing breath, yeah, deep. Uh, let's do some news here. Oh. Uh, now, as we know, the viral spread of disinformation is an ongoing problem <laughs> around the world, yes. uh, but WhatsApp is cracking down. The popular global messaging tool owned by Facebook is limiting now how many times a user can forward a message instead of just Correct. spamming everybody in your address right. list. Under these new restrictions, messages can only be forwarded to five WhatsApp recipients. Uh, this is down – I guess they could actually just do 20 individuals or groups before, right. but they're they're trying to stop the big panic blast mm-hmm. of stuff going out. So we'll, we'll see if that has any effect on, on the situation. Interesting that they're starting with WhatsApp. Yeah, well, well, I think it's because it's global and they've yeah. had problems with vigilante and mob justice things in other parts of the world true. where not quite true stories get out there and then someone People gets get, hurt. Yeah. yeah. So so I think that's why that was. Bike and scooter sharing services are gaining popularity in many cities, but Uber wants to streamline the logistics of the pickup and collection of the fleet. Uh, not to mention uh, getting them uh, to charging and repairing stations. Ooh. We haven't seen a whole lot of – we've seen the bikes, but we haven't seen a lot of the scooters here yeah, in New no, York I'm just because no. they're still trying to get regulated. Right. The city bikes have been around. Now, uh, what the ride-sharing service is doing now, they are going out and hiring engineers specializing in this field called mobility robotics. Okay. Which sounds really – kind of scientific and yeah, intense. So sounds um, really sci-fi. Yeah, so so they're trying to get engineers in this field to develop bikes and scooters that can drive themselves to charging points and pickup destinations. So if you, oh. you know, I guess with the self-driving you call for a car and it rolls up by itself. It's like, yeah. "Oh, I need a scooter. I'm 6 blocks away and this thing's just going to roll up to you." Um, <laughs> I think there'd be some GPS involved here. Yeah. But I, it's a it's a little jetsony um where it just shows up and and the scooters are still trying to figure out how they integrate into all the stuff that's on the road too so i'd right. be interested to see where they get in i you know just seeing a scooter kind of rolling down the sidewalk by itself that someone's you know someone's going to hijack it or whatever um and and the scooters have also there have been issues where people find – because a lot of these ones you can just ride it and leave it on the sidewalk and people get mags. because there's stuff on the sidewalk and they right. trash them or right. they do mean things to them. Correct. And there's this whole Instagram of people abusing scooters in mm. ways we shall not mention on a family podcast and <laughs> – so, so we'll see. But yeah, if, if if they come rolling to you, who knows? I can see this is going to end badly. Yeah, it's it. it depends on the city, but of course, there's there's a lot of factors there. But but speaking of rolling, uh, the Waze navigation app, which uses crowdsourcing for traffic conditions and includes many popular features like speed trap warnings. And the uh, Patrol Car Observation Alert, also known as the Popo Button, (laughs) they are kind of going to share some of their wares with Google's other app, Google Maps. Because you can still – you've got Waze, but then you can also do your traffic navigation in the Google Maps app proper. They're going to start sliding some of those helpful tools uh, into Google Maps. Uh, According to the Android police side, Google Maps will soon be picking up the speed trap warnings. And that'll also show users the posted limits on the roads they're traveling. So if you're blasting down the road at 80 and you're looking at the navigations, well, it's actually only 60 in this zone. Maybe you want to tap the brake there yeah, just, just to avoid... just dial it uh, down a bit. Dial it down a little Just avoid having state police uh, come knock on your window. Yeah. Google has also uh, made a big effort with its material design approach to apps and interfaces. Remember that a couple of years ago they had this whole, we're going to material design and here's the guidebook and right. this is why well, well. apps are going to have this nice look. And they're finally getting around to applying that visual overhaul to Google Docs, Sheets, Slides, and Google Sites, I guess, on the web version. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. They did all the mobile stuff first. Uh, As Google notes on its G Suite blog, interface typography that uses Google's custom design and highly legible typefaces, uh, controls like buttons, dialogues, and sidebars that are updated and consistent iconography that is legible and crisp. We'll all have a fresh feel. Uh, the four products in this update will join the other G Suite uh, products, like Gmail and Calendar, in sharing that common design language. Which uh, is a lot of PR speak, saying everything's going to kind of look the same and maybe work right. the same. Right, so right, the button right, right. that looks like this in this app will actually do the same thing and look like it does in this other app. So
1: I can't, I can't fault that. Yeah, uh, consistency. Yeah, that's that's a good thing.
0: Yeah. So so that's one of the things Google's been working on. Now Netflix. Uh, I don't know if you saw the Oscar nominations out this I did, week. Yes. Uh, they got their first Best Picture nomination Roma. for yeah. Roma. Yes, yeah. uh, big, big deal. Really, kind of putting them on the map as a movie studio. Um, in fact, they are in talks uh, with to to join the um, Motion Picture Association of America. You know, one of the um, oh. the big industry groups there. So, uh, but nobody's talking about officially yet. It's just, oh, you know. By the way, this is what's happening in the background. So we'll we'll see more about that uh, if it actually happens. But any any word from Spielberg uh, dissing them like he did last year? I, I have not seen a comment from him. Oh, uh, okay. But you know, the uh, the best picture nom is is kind of a uh, yeah. the big. Here we are. Yeah, and I was just glad because the Oscars I didn't really care, but I noticed in the BAFTAs they had not had a nomination for costume design for Black Panther, Ruth Carter's Black Panther, which I thought were phenomenal. Absolutely. And yeah, a lot of the BAFTAs, you know, the the period dramas are going to get all the nods, but it's like, where is Black Panther? Just throw out this category. Uh, But Black Panther did get a nomination uh, for the Academy Awards here, so I will not have to be annoyed at that. And it was Best Picture too, right? Yeah, it's got a Best Picture nom. So. Yes, indeed. So, so Netflix uh, there though in with Roma. And they also reported uh, to its shareholders that it had grown from uh, 100 million subscribers last year and uh, and now up to 139 million subscribers worldwide. Fifty eight point five million of those are right here in the U.S. of A. So in addition to hitting theaters, they are getting a lot of traction in the home market, and they're also raising their prices. Yes, yes, you know, yeah. That that was um, well as Boy Genius report, uh, you know, the largest price increase in in Netflix history, which. Is a, a little bit of hyperbole, but all, all Netflix streaming plans are uh, affected by this. Um, standard plan for high def video and uh, use on two devices is going to go from ten ninety nine a month to twelve ninety nine a month. The basic plan for standard def video on one device goes from seven ninety nine to eight ninety nine, and the premium plan, ultra high def on four screens, uh, goes from thirteen ninety nine to fifteen ninety nine a month. This will affect all new subscribers immediately, and current subscribers will probably have a couple of months before they see it uh, woven into their uh, monthly billing yeah. charges. But uh, yes, yeah, so so they're they're setting records for growth in this, and raising prices uh, accordingly. Uh-huh. Yes, yeah, so I'm, gonna, I'm just
1: gonna. Not say anything.
0: Yeah, just, you know. Keep quiet. If they just keep bringing you the things you want, maybe it'll hurt Well, less. not the
1: things I want. Apparently, the things my kids and my wife want. <laughs> yeah, well, that, that, uh... I mean, I watch it, too. I'm not going to say, you know. Yeah. I won't diss them, but, you know, that $2... Yeah, that's... Uh, yeah, that's up. Yeah, that's, you
0: know, that's a launch, you know, yes, of indeed. course of year. It is not inconsequential. Yes, but as cable bills continue to creep up uh, for cable TV service... uh Cord cutting has become a popular lifestyle choice for those who don't want to spend a chunk of the paycheck on television channels, including some that they never, ever watch. Oh, yeah. But according to the Nielsen folks, there's been a 48% increase in homes using good old-fashioned antennas to pull in over-the-air broadcast signals yeah, yeah. in places where you can get them. It's a very viable option. Absolutely. The antennas are not that much. And, and if they look you, good. Yeah, and if you get a, a clear shot, it's just because it's digital signals, you get really nice picture yes, now. indeed. Uh, Sixty million homes, or fourteen percent of all U.S. TV households, are now watching television over the air, and Good they're for them. not Old uh, bothering with the the dish or the yeah. cable or all of the other ways you can get TV I into do your. That. I so want to do that. It's kind of hard in New York, though. I it mean, is. even before everyone was analog. Like, if you did not have a clean sight line, when I first moved here, I had a little black and white TV yeah, with right. like the, the one feeble rabbit ear that you <laughs> kind of had to swing yeah, around, exactly. and I could get Channel Thirteen. Right, got a PBS. Yes, indeed. And I think either ABC or NBC, but but that's pretty much it. yeah. Everything else, it was just yeah, not nothing happening there. Snow is yeah. basically what you saw. So, uh, but but now with the digital signals, and you get a clear shot, it's very nice. Who knows? Did you know you can use Apple Pay uh, at Target and Taco Bell soon? They've just added those. <laughs> nice. <laughs> this just in. This just in. Yes. Uh, but but it's coming. It's coming. I, I find that I'm I'm able to pay with my phone at more and more places yeah. that have the, the proper little uh, payment thing there. I you actually started doing
1: it every once in a while. I kind of get, you know, like, meh. You
0: know? Well, in the winter, it's nice because you don't have to dig around under your coat to get your true. wallet out. You have your phone in your hand. You just, you know. Hold it near, pay, and you're out. Yeah, you know, I'm still kind of like, eh, you know. Uh, yeah, uh, and I trust issues. Yeah, I do, absolutely. Yeah. No question about it. But, but yeah, for those who need uh, a gordita meal or something or got to get your paper products at, at the Target here. Uh, <laughs> got to have that gordita. Yeah, you, you can use Apple Pay for that. Yeah, that's right. Now, if you uh, use uh, Twitter for Android and thought you had your account set to protected tweets to put, the, uh, put them all out of the public view— we have bad news for you. Uh-oh. Um, what is it? According to Twitter's help pages, uh, they've admitted that uh, we've become aware of an issue in Twitter for Android that disabled the Protect Your Tweets setting if a certain account uh, changes were made. Uh, you may have been impacted by this if you have protected tweets turned on in your settings and use Twitter for Android or made certain changes to account settings like changing the email address associated with your account uh, sometime between November the 3rd, 2014 and January 14th, 2019, which is apparently when they found this bug. Wow. So, yeah, you, you thought your, your tweets were, were protected and just among the family. No, the whole world was reading them if they could find them. People on iOS uh, or the web version of Twitter were not impacted by this. This was just Android. Um, and they, they said that they fixed this issue uh, for Android users on January 14th. Um, and they will keep you updated if other uh, information comes to like Twitter said it was very sorry about that. This is
1: why I keep saying
0: Android is still the Wild West, folks. Yeah. It's still the Wild
1: West, no matter what they tell you.
0: Yeah. There's just too many versions of it, I think, for Way too people many. to get a clean absolutely uh, test. but um. While Twitter may have screwed up protected tweets for uh, Android users, at least the company has restored chronological tweet display instead of that algorithmically selected post that it thinks you want to see and you never really know when somebody, you know, why is this tweet eight hours old when something else is breaking? Yeah, they, they have restored the option for the chronological timeline of tweets, as Twitter explained. If you have the latest version of the Twitter app, you'll see a star icon at the top right of your feed. Tap that and you can switch to a chronological view. If you're away from the app for a while, it will automatically switch you out of chronological and uh, back into the uh, al- algorithmic tweets. Um, uh, Which is to, very annoying. Yes, yeah, because Facebook was doing that with top stories yeah. versus yep. most recent, because like, they just want to push stuff mm-hmm. um, at you. But you'll, you'll have to manually switch the views if that does happen. Um, this was made available on iOS uh, for Twitter last month. Now that's caught up with Android. So. Frustrating. It's very annoying. Yeah. It happens to me all the time. Yeah. Settings should stay set until you change so. them yeah. yourself. Exactly. Like, ev- even when you upgrade the operating system on your device, it switches everything right. back, and I don't want these notifications. Exactly. So eating my
1: battery. Yeah. yeah. You know what? When I want to get outraged, impotently outraged, Yes. I want to do it on my own terms. <laughs> yes. Darn yes. it.
0: Not because some update yes. got in your
1: business. Exactly. Yeah. Be- but, by the way, have we mentioned that Twitter's a cesspool?
0: Uh, We haven't yet. Toxic cesspool. Toxic toxic cesspool. Yes. uh, Also kind of bordering sometimes on toxic cesspool, but not as aggressively. Right. YouTube, uh, which (laughs) has just announced new policies for content creators and uh, now banning videos of dangerous viral stunts like eating Tide Pods or running around in bird box blindfolds, (laughs) I guess. People were doing this and people were emulating what they saw on YouTube. But The Tide Pod thing, I never got. I I uh, never understood it. But I guess there were a lot of stupid people out there who got injured, and YouTube was feeling perhaps a little liable for some of this, so they have banned these viral pranks that could possibly lead to wow. an injury or worse. I, I, you know, like really, really, you're eating a Tide pod. Yeah, well, things like the ALS challenge, where you dump yeah, the ice yeah, bucket, yeah, yeah, that yeah, yeah, sort okay. of that went viral, but that was sort of to raise money. I haven't seen. Have there been like the Tide pod challenge where you're trying to to or is this is just God, a stupid, not. you know... It's just a stupid thing. Yeah, well, you get high or die if you yeah. eat this type of Yeah, audience. exactly. Yes. Yeah, so, so YouTube is like, no, no, people, we have to protect you from yourselves. Uh, so they did that. Now, uh, memes, though, uh, tend to spread like cold germs in winter and uh, on Except Facebook... Except in Europe where they're banned. Yes. Sorry about that. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Well, they have privacy there. This is true. Um. But uh. But the, the meme thing all over the place... Um. But on uh, Facebook, have you seen that thing, they show your picture from 10 years ago and then one currently? Oh, the the, 10-year challenge? Yeah, the 10-year challenge. I'm not on Facebook, but I've seen it flood my Instagram. Yeah, and I think Instagram has done it, and I think a couple of other uh, social media sites have done it, challenge users to post their profile photos from 10 years ago. But a writer for Wired, uh, in a semi-sarcastic tweet, pondered the notion that the whole thing was a ploy to get people to share visual data about themselves that could be used for facial recognition systems. And he thought, well, that's really paranoid. And you think, wait a minute. Wait a minute. It could happen. Uh And uh, there's this very long post on Wired, which I I will link to on the show page. But he writes, imagine that you wanted to train a facial recognition algorithm on age-related characteristics and more specifically, on age progression, like how people are likely to look as they get older. Ideally, you'd want a broad and rigorous data set with lots of people's pictures. It would help if you knew uh, that they were taking a fixed number of years apart, say like 10. (laughs) Uh, And the author goes on to explore the idea, not accusing Facebook of deliberately trying to harvest even more information, but urging users, just think about what you're supplying there. Yep. It may look like a fun meme and you know, i look how much you've aged, but you're putting that out there and people can get it. This is why I'm not on Facebook. It's, 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 you're this probably, is why, this is why I don't do Is those your stuff. life more relaxed? And it is and calm? actually much
1: more relaxed. I only get, you know, I only go on Twitter to get outraged. yeah. And I go on Instagram to post, you know, fun stuff.
0: Yeah. And and look at the ads. And look at the ads, which
1: I actually like, which I've talked about before. I actually enjoy the ads that are sent to me on Instagram. Yes. I am proud to say this.
0: So you have many more shoe ads tonight when you look at Instagram. I get
1: shoe ads and all sorts of audio equipment.
0: (laughs) That's that's all I get. I I believe they profiled you there. I'm okay with that. Yeah. I'm okay. All right. So so, so no 10-year challenge for you on any platform. Heck no. Yes. Clean tech. Yes, clean tag. Uh, Also on Facebook, uh, remember that portal device we were making fun of uh, (laughs) just last month—that video speaker uh, that that sort of takes your Facebook data and Uh has the voice. All right. Uh, let me let me brace myself for this. Yeah, well, it was met with a lot of suspicion when it was released last year, really, uh, including from us. Yeah, yeah, but it didn't stop the device from getting plenty of five-star reviews on Amazon. Really, or did it? (laughs) 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 Kevin Roos, a technology columnist at the New York Times, recently noticed that uh, some of the names attached to a few. Of those glowing five star reviews were Facebook employees. Really? Yes, a reporter who perhaps covers this industry might recognize some of the names and said, hmm. Now, a Facebook representative said those reviews were neither coordinated nor directed from the company, noting that when the portal first launched, Facebook actively encouraged employees internally not to review products sold on Amazon. And it was going to ask the employees to take down those reviews, Uh, but still, (laughs) greasing the skids there. Yeah, just a little bit. Wow. Yeah. And I don't know if that was to help sales because everyone was like, oh, look, a Facebook video camera that's going to be on all the time and record everything I do and then hoover up my data. No. Wow. Yeah.
1: I want to know how many of those actual folks from Facebook
0: have the product and are using it.
1: Yeah. I mean, they're reviewing it. That's fine.
0: Yeah, I, well, I think they were verified purchasers on Amazon. Oh, that's that, fine. But whether or not they use it, yeah, is or a if it's thing. you know boxed in the garage, yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's getting. Dave Eggers wrote a novel called The Circle a few years ago yeah. about an employee at a social media company who mm-hmm. found her life consumed by the, the – Yeah, not far off.
1: No, definitely not. Definitely not. Yes. And people say I'm paranoid. right? Yes, yes. No, I'm not uh, paranoid if I'm right. Right? Isn't no, you know. Then you're prophetic. So. Exactly. Thank you. Yes.
0: So, uh, but Facebook ever on the quest for attention is launching a new feature called Community Actions, which allows users to create petitions in the news feed. While Community Actions could, you know, legitimately serve as a tool for citizens to request change from a local state or nationally elected official, there are also fear that uh, Community Actions could be used by extremist groups to bully or distract politicians with fringe agendas. Fringe ejection. Like we've never seen that happen no, of before. Not. Absolutely not. But, but they're launching it, so you may start to see these things in, in your feed. But since you don't use Facebook, you don't have to worry about it. I don't have them. to worry about this stuff.
1: Well, technically, I still use Instagram, so maybe I do. Yeah, because what's it. there will be, yeah.
0: But uh, you can't mention the word Facebook without worrying about your data privacy. Uh, but Tim Cook, CEO of Apple... Has a uh, opinion piece in the new Time magazine saying it's time to stand up for your right to privacy. This is Apple's oh, the right which, to privacy, not the right to party. Yeah, yeah. Okay, your right to yes, privacy. I got you. This is from the company that, that claims to not need to sell your data because it can make money just selling you hardware. Claims? Uh, yes, claims uh, because they get you on the hardware bills. Oh yeah. But uh, and and you know they they have had some noble battles with privacy and refusing to unlock phones and trying to keep data safe and encryption and all of that. Mm-hmm. Uh, and Tim Cook has has been sort of visible on this point. So so I'll give him credit for consistency. This is true. Uh, but but he's got this uh, opinion piece in Time Magazine. It says consumers shouldn't have to tolerate another year of companies irresponsibly amassing huge user profiles, data breaches that seem out of control, and the vanishing ability to control our own digital lives. He goes on to say that he's calling on the U.S. Congress to pass comprehensive federal privacy legislation, a landmark package of reforms that protect and empower the consumer. So, interesting. don't know if that'll happen, but uh, we'll have a link to his ideas if you would like to read his whole piece in Time magazine. But it's interesting that he's the one pushing it. Yeah, well, Google is not going to do that because that's part not. of their business. Facebook is not going to do Definitely that. going to do it. Twitter, who knows what's going on over yeah, there. Really um oof. And, and yeah, and Instagram's in the same bed as, as Facebook, My so voice. so I guess leave it to Apple, Mi- Microsoft, kind of half and half. I mean, because they've got LinkedIn and some things, true. but they don't seem to be as aggressive about finding every single little thing about you so they can true. sell you an ad related to that, just where you work and where you want to work. Yeah, <laughs> so 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 they've got <laughs> that much. that angle and yeah. your school. But, uh, but data privacy though very big. Uh, France, uh, I've heard it? of that. France, yes, yes, France, Paris, France. France. Yes. Is it Paris in France. Yes. yes, Paris, Paris, France. Paris uh, France. They they make nice wine and cheese they there, do and I believe their uh, soccer team is quite good. Bonjour. Yes, uh, they are not messing around, though, when it comes to data privacy protection for its citizens and recently fined Google $57 million uh, for not properly explaining what it does with people's data and um, that it also didn't obtain proper consent for targeting ads, perhaps based on that data. Now, in spite of that hefty fine, uh, which could be a sign of things to come with Europe's tough new general data privacy regulations uh, in place – a lot of data companies are considering – they have the saying that, like, data is the new oil, you know, like you know, sort of the uh, the land rush kind of thing. So we're going to tap it out until there's no yes. more? Yes, yeah, until the dinosaurs are gone. Yeah. Um, meaning the old-time Facebook users you no. Know. <laughs> um, AOL users. Yes, uh, but, you know, valuable resource Yes, keeps – you know, it's, it's an energy source. Uh, so there's this data is a new oil thing, even though there's all these data privacy regulations that may cap some of those wells. Um but uh, seemingly undeterred uh, by getting that $57 million fine, the very next day, uh, Ruth Porat, Google's chief financial officer, told an audience at the World Economic Forum that uh, data is more like sunlight than oil. It is like sunshine. We we keep using it and it keeps regenerating. So I think she's thinking data is a renewable energy, perhaps as opposed mm, to a okay. fossil fuel where we have to frack the lives of people to get the data out of the ground.
1: Well, people sure are getting fracked. That's yes, what they I'm are. Saying. In that yeah. Battlestar
0: Galactica way. Yes, indeed. Yeah, you know, She was trying, obviously, they've got to, you know, Keep the up with people thing, but she was pointing out ways of data collection is helping the world like um, assisting with medical research and and giving big bits of information to maybe try to get disease cures. Ruth is that her name? No Ruth yeah Ruth Frack you yes, that's all I'm saying yes all right so all right. You, you, the, the, those are your that's your response that's to my, Google cheap response. all right Clean so tech. but Clean but, but but Tim Cook's calling for u s regulations France is already kicking in. I think. That's right. A lot of these tech companies are seeing what's happening in Europe too, and I think they're bracing themselves after years of just being the woolly, doing whatever you they know, want, unregulated. Yeah, I think something may be happening. So just it's happening too much. The data yeah. uh, breaches. There's just too much
1: stuff going on now. Yeah, and yeah. we've been
0: saying it from the very beginning.
1: it's yes. been World War Three on the uh, on the data front.
0: Yes. So, so that's all happening now. A privacy-minded search engine, DuckDuckGo, has opted to skip Google Maps and Bing, uh, which have been known to collect uh, information. Right. Uh, Our you know variation on a theme here. Mm-hmm. They're skipping those two apps for uh, search queries involving addresses and locations, and are going to use Apple Maps instead. So, Interesting. So maybe Apple's rep for for not collecting as much data. DuckDuckGo seems to like this. Uh, yeah,
1: they don't collect data, but you might
0: end up in the middle of the river. Yeah, you that's take a left turn story. on a tunnel. But, yes, yes. But uh, I, I think it's gotten it's got a little it's gotten better. better. Yeah. Okay, that's fair enough. I haven't used it for driving, but for walking. it's Because you see which yeah. end of the train platform you need to get out on to get True. to the street that you want to go to. So, so that I'll give them credit for. I still don't trust them yet. Um, I do like DuckDuckGo as a search engine, though. I do, absolutely, I do. Got the cute little duck head. <laughs> anyway. Stay tuned. Yes, yeah, so robocalls, speaking of invasions oh, yes, of privacy, yes, indeed, they have become an increasing problem as hustlers get more creative and telecom companies are getting pressure now from consumers to do something about all the activity on their networks. USA Today notes that the spam call blocking service, UMail mail reported that 4.7 billion with a B robocalls slammed phones in December of 2018 alone. That's an average of 14.3 unsolicited calls per person. They're
1: really annoying.
0: It's a it's like constant. Yes. Uh, and in an effort to protect other users from picking up unsolicited calls and, and also dragging down the network, uh, carriers are making an effort now to screen, block, and highlight suspect callers. Uh, some carriers are checking numbers against databases of known scam shops and will stop them from going through. And some are also starting to roll out free or inexpensive call blocking tools, uh, I think by this spring, most of the big four but the one that I like, and I think T-Mobile is doing this, is when they see a call that they can't quite know or they don't have the power to stop at all, they will put in the caller ID when you see something ring. It says, Scam Likely. Scam Likely, yes. <laughs> yes. Would you that. like to pick up a call from Mr. Scam Likely?
1: <laughs> scam Likely. Yeah. So so there's it's these little bits. Bit... Scam L. Ikley.
0: <laughs> yes. That's what it is. Scam L. Ikley. Yes, yes. yes. So I don't believe I'd like to talk to you today. <laughs> I don't sir. want to speak
1: to you, Mr. Ikely. straight to voicemail. voice,
0: ma'am. <laughs> So, so little, little things. Little things are happening. It is the happening. little things. The little things. Also, uh, in in terms of what I want to call scams, but but things that are um, dubious. Ne- yeah, d- yes, uh, uh, infowars. <laughs> um, <laughs> Roku uh, got quite a bit of backlash for carrying the video stream of the conspiracy theorist Alex Jones InfoWars channel uh, and got enough of an outcry to make a change. In a tweet, the company said, after the InfoWars channel became available, we heard from concerned parties and have determined that the channel should be removed from our platform. Deletion from the channel store and platform has begun and will be completed shortly. So, May I just say one thing about Alex Jones? He's a hell of an entertainer. He is... And that not based in reality. Yeah.
1: He's hilarious. He's absolutely hilarious. If you disassociate yourself from the actual real damage he's doing Mm -hmm. and just look at it as a performance art type thing. He's brilliant. Absolutely brilliant. He's got a defined character. He has an audience that's rabid. But basically he sells supplements. Yes. That's what he sells. That's the whole shtick. Yeah, I mean, he like all
0: sorts of vitamins and Are they all like sorts rage of rage supplements.
1: Yeah, I, I don't know what it is. Like every ten minutes,
0: there's a, like an ad for supplements. Yeah, well, I think his defamation of the Sandy Hook families is still. Uh, yeah, that's still being litigated. Yes, yeah, so, so that's happening there, and and I guess a lot of the stuff he said, you know, people don't want to be associated. But he's a brilliant performer. I gotta be honest with if you. If you put him in a bottle, yeah, because
1: yeah. I hate to think that this is him for real. So I'm assuming he's a performer. Because yeah, like the whole thing is just one big yeah. giant... Yeah, uh, like an act. It's like a cristo yeah. of, of
0: I, I, social media. I
1: certainly hope so. And if it is, it's absolutely brilliant.
0: Yeah, and if it's not...
1: Then he's nuts. Yeah, yeah. then there's that. Then he needs to be
0: stopped. Yeah, well, whatever he is, uh, he's not on Roku he anymore. He's not on Roku, that is and true. And not in a lot of other places, since all the social media sites uh, kind of well, gave him the sack when you, there. When you dance with the devil... Yeah, yeah, that's that's a problem. Yeah, the devil's gonna dip. Yes, <laughs> the devil's gonna dip. Yes, and finally, and finally, Instagram's most liked post ever may not be what you think it is. Um, it's not a Kardashian or a baby goat or a penguin. It's a picture of an ordinary egg. Now, more it's than I think fifty million people 50 have liked million. this egg picture uh, since it was posted on January fourth. It's just this plain white backdrop, sort of it's, it's brown just, speckled egg. It's an egg. Yeah, it's, it's an egg. A it's it's an yeah. a, a uncracked egg. There you go. It, it was this meme thing, and I think there was a, a kid in India who sort mm. of gave it a jump start. I don't think he was the one who posted the right, egg. Right, right. The whole thing is clearly a, a viral stunt because their whole thing is they wanted to dethrone Kylie Jenner, I guess, who had posted a picture of her baby or something, and they wanted to knock her off of the most... Liked post, and so they started this campaign. and, You know, internet users will put Bodie McBoe face, they they will pile on to this sort of thing. And so, everyone started liking the egg, and then they turned around, and some of the really excited users started to troll Kylie Jenner. And so, they would put the egg emoji in comments in her field, or you know, egg gang was here, or whatever. In retaliation, Miss Jenner posted a video of herself cracking a similar looking egg on the pavement with the comment, Take that little egg. But the egg account wrote that it doesn't end here, and the rolling just getting started. I don't know if that was in response to Kylie Jenner or there's going to be more viral egg things happening. But but this has been three weeks of this egg yes. and past 50 million likes, and it, I think it's also people get cooped up in the winter course, and they yeah. get nuts. But but yeah, the, the and little... isn't
1: isn't like. Australia burning hot right now. Yeah, so the southern hemisphere. Yeah, is burning so so they're heat stroke and, and we're yeah. yeah so yeah,
0: yeah. so anyway, the, the the egg is 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 out there. Uh, egg. Just yes. A egg. Yes, a single egg. Yes, yeah, just a plain egg. Wow, I love it. I, I That whole thing may have just been some sort There's, of psychological experiment. Well, you
1: know what? There's some times where I really love the internet. Most of the time, I really dislike it. But a lot of the times, I love it. And this is something that I love. Yeah. It's fun. I d- like this. D- did you fun. like
0: the egg? I did not. I did not. Yes, you're going to keep a respectful journalistic course, distance yeah, from I'm the egg. I'm a journalist, of course. Yeah. I would, I would never. Yeah, do and something you're not going to pick face. fights with Kylie Jenner. <sighs> Please, any chance I get. Yes. Kidding me. me. So, all right, for, for those of you out there who haven't liked the egg yet, we will have a link to uh, the stories on it, uh, where you can go and find the egg and like it. And we will have links to everything else we talked about in the news segment here. You can find all of those at poptechjam.com. Up next, let's talk spreadsheets. <laughs>
1: I have news. have news. Before we start our segment, I'm buying an iPhone X. Not only just an iPhone X, iPhone XS Max.
0: You getting in the top of the line? Getting the top of the line. they mortgaging something to pay no, for
1: No, they're giving us a deal. It's like a BOGO.
0: Really? They're giving us a
1: BOGO. That's wow. How, that's how bad iPhone they sales really are. They really want you. Ooh. It's a total BOGO. And I was like, okay. And I love that it's excess because mm-hmm. it really is yeah. excessive. I mean, come on. Yeah. The thing is ginormous. It's screen to screen, the whole nine yards. But, you know, I figured down the road I'll talk about it a little more.
0: Yeah, you get the pop socket on there so you don't drop it. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to have to get something on it because, yeah, it is, it is not cheap. I Even mean, it's with It's like
1: the, the size Vogo. of an iPad mini, too. It is. It's like I think I'm going to use that as my iPad from
0: now on, basically. Yeah. Pocket iPad. Pocket iPad. I like that. I like oh. that. Congratulations on you. I look forward to seeing it in action. I'm, I can imagine my spreadsheets are going to look beautiful. Oh, they will. Especially because you can use Apple's numbers. And, you know, <laughs> or Google Sheets, also available for iOS. Google Iowa. Sheets! Yes. <laughs> Google Sheet, man! Clean tag. Yeah, clean tag. Clean tag. Well, well, as we mentioned earlier in the show, it's it's... January is winding down, W2s are starting to roll in, you don't want to think about it, taxes are coming up, but also we just came off the holiday season and you're starting to see the bills, if you haven't already, for the things you bought in December, whether it be travel or gifts or whatever. And this is the time of year people make resolutions too. And so you combine all these factors and like, where did all my money go? How do I figure it out? Exactly. Yeah, you could use like an online budgeting tool from your online banking thing. You could get an app. There's all kinds of services out there. But if you really want a cheap and easy way just to see, maybe just for a month, make a monthly budget, see where all your stuff is going, the cash flow, the in the out, Probably the easiest thing to do is just make a spreadsheet where you write down everything that you have coming in Mm -hmm. uh, your paycheck, whatever side hustles you got, everything going out, all your bills, mortgage, rent, whatever. Right. And then look at it in the helicopter view and just see because spreadsheets are very good about breaking down this data and line by line. You see everything in one shot. And so the best way to do this is with a spreadsheet. And it doesn't have to be a complicated. If you've never even touched a spreadsheet, you've just seen them on TV right. or, or in passing. And I can never build one of those. I don't have to use that program. Here's the thing: most spreadsheet programs, especially the ones that are free, have templates that are built in. So you don't have to do anything. You just plug in your numbers. Templates. Yes, templates, or templates as you as, as the. Bronx uh, pronunciation. Yes, indeed. Yes. Is the Bronx. the um, official Bronx pronunciation. Yes. So, yeah, Excel, if you don't have it, because say you've got Microsoft Office and you just install the whole thing, but you only have one word, yeah. maybe you've got Excel on there anyway, you've never used it, that's an option. Mm-hmm. If you don't have Office, there are other things you can use. You can use the free version of Excel online, which you just have to have a Microsoft account for, but you use it in the web browser. Yep. You can also use Apple's Numbers uh, if you've got an iOS device uh, or a Mac. I think usually they give that to you for free because it's some of Apple's own software. Don't they have a bunch of open source things you can use too? They do. Uh, LibreOffice yeah, Libre and Office. Apache OpenOffice, those are desktop apps which work on Windows, Mac, and Linux. Yeah, they sure do. And uh, Google has, uh, in the Google Docs world, they have their spreadsheet component for that is called Sheets. And Sheets. that's also a free thing. Yes. yes. Which, if there's a... The, um, a Wawa-type thing like a convenience store called Sheets, yes, too, right? Yes, absolutely. Yeah, they should really do a, a Cobra in there. I think they should. But but the point is you have free – you don't even have to buy an app. You've really, got one no. for free. It's, it's probably. There. It could be even beyond your device already. Absolutely. And so you open up the spreadsheet thing and say, well, all these little boxes, well, those are called cells. Yes. But you just see the blank one. But the thing to do is to go into the template area, and it'll be either be under a menu or just something like my temperate ga- gallery, right. my project gallery – Go into there. Pretty much every single one of these has a sample Everything. monthly budget spreadsheet. And, so just find like that. it. That's like the most popular one. Yeah. And, and the thing is, because spreadsheets are basically visual calculators. That's the exactly. first spreadsheet program for desktop computers, you could probably say, was VisiCalc in 1979 for the Apple II. Oh my gosh, yeah. And VisiCalc for for Visual Calculator. Right, and right. the spreadsheet, it has math formulas built in. So you punch your numbers into one set of cells, and then it'll do whatever math formula you put in there. Mm-hmm. And you, just the four basic math functions will get you going. But you don't even have to go that far because someone has done it for you in these templates. There you go. So you'll see download the personal monthly budget spreadsheet. It'll have all these columns saying, okay, put all of your income in here. Everything that you've got that is people are paying you for the month, put that there. If you're doing any savings, put that in this column, and then here's all your bills, like your cable, your parking garage, mm-hmm. your whatever you got, and it, it guides you into filling everything out. So you're gonna, you will have to need to either consult your bank auto pay or just look at the bills coming in and make sure that right. you've got the correct amounts. Right. So you punch all these in there in the designated spot. You just overtype the numbers that are in the spreadsheet. That's it. It'll do the math. Once you get it all in there, you say, "Oh, here is my budget," and you can see on digital paper or physical if you print it out, where your money's going. Presto blamo! Yeah, and some of the fancier uh, spreadsheet templates have graphics built in. So you get the pie chart or you get the wheel that shows how much of your uh, money is going straight out the door. But it still, it it gives you this sort of bracing snapshot of this is where my money's going. So if you like that and say, well, this is very helpful, you can also keep updating it each month and keep it going. Or if you get really inspired... There are a lot of budget apps out there. You can go to your app store, find a few. There's services like that uh, YNAB, you need a budget. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Uh, Mint.com is also very popular with some people. Yeah, Tons of stuff out there. But before you even want to take that step, if you just want to get a little taste of the financial calculation here – Simple spreadsheet, cheap, easy, free. It's probably already there on your device. It's already in there. Punch that in. And once you do that, if you like it, then you keep going or you upgrade to a, the fancier program.
1: And you know what? What I do, this is what I do, because obviously I am no longer an employee of a large metropolitan yes, newspaper. Yeah, so you have to keep track of all of your uh, freelance. All of my freelance jobs, all of my receipts, all of the stuff for Headstepper, all that stuff. So I literally just put together three columns on a spreadsheet. No must, no fuss, no pie charts, three columns. And every time I get a receipt, I've gotten myself into the habit of psh, I put it in there and then I put the receipt in a, a giant ziplock.
0: <laughs> yeah. And so you, you have recorded it? I have
1: recorded it so it's easy. And then I break it up into monthly sheets. So it's a January, February, March, April. And then I, I got the the total for the end of the year. Yeah. And it literally took me five minutes to do that. That's this. your accounting. There you go.
0: And if you don't like any of the if the templates that are available for free in right. your program. Oh, that's not what I want. There's a site called budgetsorsexy.com, which right. has a lot of specialized budget templates. Say you're just out of college and you got to factor in student loans and mm-hmm. other things. They have uh, budget templates for that. There's yep. also a really huge major budget tracking tool. Uh, there's site like, called A Measure of a Plan that's right. got this massive sort of control panel of, of financial information. That's well, an option there too. Absolutely.
1: But of course, when you're dealing with budgets that you're getting from a website, remember there's code in there. Yeah, so, so you run know, your be, AV. Um,
0: yes, indeed.
1: Be careful. We'll, you know, j- don't just go willy nilly and start. Yeah, you know, loading these things on there. Yeah, go to a reputable, a reputable site, yes, and make a sure your site. get your, your, your
0: templates from a reputable site. And make sure your antivirus software is up to date and functioning. Yes, Safe computing. Yes. But but if you just need, you know, the fast one, use the one in, in your preferred spreadsheet app of choice. Absolutely. Love it. Yes. Love it. So this has been a hopefully helpful hint yes. and it's also uh, probably time for us to punch out of here yeah, too.
1: Yeah, uh, this has been a chunky show because we've uh, been gone for a while. And there was some news and a lot you of know, news, things. Yeah. So Absolutely. So uh, we must thank the bros. Yes, we should. Thank you bros. BuiltByBros.com If you think it, they will build it. BuiltByBros.com
0: And thank you listeners. We hope everyone is off to a rousing start here in 2019. Yeah, it's 2019. Yeah, I keep forgetting. Yeah, the January's almost over, man. It is. It's, yeah. it's like done. It's going so fast. Yes, indeed. It can take the sub zero temperatures with it. Yes, please. At least here in the Northeast. Yes. Uh, I know we did not get it nearly as bad as, no, as people in the Midwest, no, but, no, but yeah, But yeah. transition seasons, man. Let, yeah. Let's enjoy them while we still have them. Yes, spring please. and fall, really yes. the best
1: times. Yeah, really are. I agree. Yes.
0: 100%. Yes. Uh, but until next time, when we're back with more, Yes.
1: I'm J.D. Beersdorfer. And I'm Pedro Rafael
0: Rosado. Let's go make a spreadsheet. Spreadsheet. I played all of our pizza purchases. <laughs> ah,